0: I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in gaming. Each Sunday, we'll take you through updates, exciting reveals, and controversies in video games, as well as what games you can pick up this week. Here is the news for Sunday, 17th of July. Let's go. Skate 4 is coming, and guess what? It's now just called Skate, and will be a free-to-play live service game when it launches. The game won't have pay-to-win content, and no content will be blocked from players. The microtransactions will only cover cosmetics. Here is Kaz Parry, creative director, and Isabel Mocha, head of product development, talking about why this game is moving away from the sequels-based model of the previous games.
1: No, it's not Skate 4. And here's the reason. This isn't a sequel. It's not a remake. It's not a reboot, a prequel. It's not any of that. It's not a remake, a remaster, whatever you can do. This is it. It's Skate. We're in it for the long haul. That means we're not an iterative title. There won't be Skate 5 through 10. We won't be pumping them out all the time. We're going to do this. We're going to listen to what you guys say over the course of time and put the features that you guys want into it.
0: That's right. We have the ambition to keep supporting Skate for years to come. From the very inception (laughs) of Skate, the development team knew we wanted to create something different. Our vision was not a game that you play through and beat, but something that you can regularly come back to and discover new things. Our dream is that skate never ends. The game is still in early development, but will arrive on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC when it comes out. If your stokage level is approaching max, we've put a link to the full skate video in our show notes. On the topic of skate games... Developers of the Kickstarter indie title Session, Skate Sim have finally confirmed its release date will be September 22nd. Development of Session began back in 2015, when it was unclear if EA were ever going to return to the franchise. To put that in context, it had been five years since Skate 3 released, and there was a clear hole in the market that developers Creature Studios wanted to fill. Seven long years and a bunch of beta demos later, the full game will be dropping on all platforms. Session is a more realistic skate simulator than the skate series, and looks to have a higher attention to detail for realism and even skate culture. It's clear these developers are full blown skate nerds, and I'm here for it. It may seem like bad timing given the hype around EA's new game, but with fans aching for a good skating game, it could drive more people to check out Session, and it could be a good option if you prefer single purchase games rather than the free to play model. We'll be sure to put out a review of Session Skate Sim come September, so keep an ear out for that. Now, did you ever think, I love Apex Legends, but I wish there was some sort of single-player campaign experience to explore this science fiction world? Well, it's called Titanfall 2, and seriously, it's usually under 10 bucks. It's amazing, and you should buy it. But, aside from that, some good news for single-player fans. Rock, Paper, Shotgun have spotted a few job listings at Respawn looking for a staff to join the Apex Universe first-person shooter Incubation Team, who will build a brand new Respawn single-player adventure. Titanfall started as a multiplayer-only Xbox exclusive, but the sequel became multi-platform and included one of the best single-player FPS campaigns of last generation before some of the cast spun off into Battle Royale Apex Legends. Respawn has previously said that Titanfall games would be delayed due to the popularity of Apex, but this was in 2019, so hopefully that means things are starting to look good for a new game. Chuck this in the rumour pile, but we'll keep you updated if anything more concrete comes together. It was almost requiescat pace for one of the Assassin's Creed titles this year after Ubisoft announced some pretty confusing changes to their older games. Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation, a spin-off of Assassin's Creed 3, which happens in parallel to the events of that game, originally released as a PS Vita exclusive, but was re-released on Steam, Xbox 360, and PS3 in 2014. It was also the first game in the franchise to feature a female protagonist. Eagle-Eyed users on Twitter noticed a message on Steam on the 11th of July that this older re-release would no longer be available for any players after the 1st of September.
1: At the request of the publisher, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD is no longer available for sale on Steam. Please note, this title will no longer be accessible following September 1st, 2022.
0: Liberation was re-released as a remaster edition in 2019, which could be why Ubisoft thought it might be alright to pull it, but players who purchased the game were upset that something could be pulled from their libraries. Ubisoft has now clarified on the Steam page that it's only the DLC for the game that won't be accessible, but it didn't stop players from review bombing the title.
1: DLC for this product and online elements and features will become unavailable as of September 1st, 2022. The base game will continue to be playable.
0: It's a timely reminder of the value of a physical copy, even though they might not be as convenient. If you look after it, it'll be yours forever. It was announced this week that Kirby will roll back onto Switch in a couple months, this time bringing some friends along for a multiplayer all-you-can-eat feast. It's an eShop exclusive called Kirby's Dream Buffet, where you'll move through food-themed courses collecting strawberries to grow in size and increasing your downhill speed. You can also absorb powers from food, turning into a shockwave, launching heavy blocks of chocolate, or a twisty tornado muffin to collect strawberries. Nintendo said the game can be played with four Kirbys, but you'll each need a Switch to take part, and there are what looks like NPC waddle in the trailer as well, filling out the field. It's serving up in winter 2022, according to the Australian Nintendo site, so you'll be able to dig in soon from the sounds of things. Relic Entertainment has announced that the latest entry in their military RTS franchise, Company of Heroes 3, will release on Steam on November 17. Company of Heroes 3 will be a largely single-player-focused RTS, with two main story campaigns set during World War II, one taking place in North Africa, and the other focusing on the 1943 Allied invasion of Italy. The development team also put out a quick diary video with hints of what to expect from Company of Heroes after it launches. Here's Chris Casanova, Company of Heroes Live Ops Manager, with some details. One of the number one requests from players is, what are your plans post-launch? What can we expect you to bring much later? Because we want to see
1: so much more content. We have some epic Internal ideas about what those modes could be—from tank royales to uh, last stands—and we're we're looking at what could we what could we bring, and we we aspire to bring all sorts of content in that first year and well beyond.
0: While details are pretty light at the moment, fans of the game can register at the Company of Heroes website to be able to playtest an early alpha build mission on Steam until July 19. If you're keen to sign up, you've only got a couple of days left. You can check out the link in the show notes. Pulling all fans of magical hair, bewitching powers, and stiletto boots with guns on them, the long-awaited Bayonetta 3 is coming to Nintendo Switch on October 28. The cult favourite action series from Platinum Games stars the titular Bayonetta, a mystical witch who uses her own enchanted hair and many, many guns in her quest to safeguard the world and take out the mystical forces of heaven. The third game in the series will also feature a brand new character to the roster, Viola, a witch in training who will be integral to the story's plot. Platinum Games also tweeted out a new feature coming with Bayonetta 3, Naive Angel Mode, a toggle that allows players to cover up some of the characters in the game with more clothing. Then perhaps a bit
1: of fancy dress is in order.
0: To quote Platinum Games, by turning on Naive Angel Mode, You can play it right in the living room without worrying what's on screen, we think. Here's a quick lore tidbit for you. Bayonetta's outfit is made entirely from her own enchanted magical hair. The same hair she uses to attack and fight her enemies with many of her wicked weave super moves, leaving her quite naked every time she channels demonic entities from the underworld into her hair to fight on her behalf. What a sentence, what a game, what a world we live in. Blizzard have announced that their long-running experiment in the MOBA genre Heroes of the Storm will officially be ending development, with no further major updates or patches planned for the game. For long-time fans of the game, this news won't come as much as a surprise. In December 2018, Blizzard moved several key developers off the game onto other projects and swiftly cancelled their esports league around the game. Since then, Heroes of the Storm has been in a bit of a backburner phase with slow drip feeds of new heroes and skins announced but not nearly the same level of support it previously saw. Blizzard put out the following statement last Friday.
1: This June marks the 7th anniversary of Heroes of the Storm. Heroes and its community are home to some of the most passionate gamers from around the world and we're committed to making sure that you can continue to enjoy your adventures through the Nexus. Moving forward, we'll support Heroes in a manner similar to our other long-standing games, StarCraft and StarCraft 2. We'll continue to see seasonal roles and hero rotations and while the in-game shop will remain operational, there are no new plans for new for-purchase content to be added.
0: I think I speak for all of us when I say thank God the cash shop will be sticking around. Thank you, Blizzard Activision. Narrative-driven RPG, Citizen Sleeper, is getting three new pieces of episodic story DLC. Launching on PC, Xbox Game Pass, and Nintendo Switch earlier in the year, Citizen Sleeper puts you in the role of a sleeper, a sentient life form who had escaped enslavement from the galaxy-spanning Mega corporation that had previously employed them. Flux, the first DLC for the game, will introduce new characters to ramshackle space station The Eye, including two crew members of a ship known as the Climbing Briar that are working to make their way through a quarantine order to reach a refugee flotilla in space. For more info on Citizen Sleeper, you can listen back to Sifter's interview with developer Gareth Damien-Martin about how the game was made. We'll have a link to that episode in the show notes. That's it for news here at The Game's Releasing This Week. Kicking things off, we have the highly anticipated Stray, an adventure puzzle game where you play as a stray cat exploring a futuristic world inhabited by robots. Developers at the newly created Blue 12 Studios have been working on this title since 2015, and after it was first shown at 2020's PlayStation Future Gaming event, cat lovers have been eagerly awaiting its release, myself included. It's reportedly a pretty short game, taking around 8 hours to complete the campaign, but it's relatively priced and will be coming to PlayStation Plus straight away. Which PlayStation Plus subscription exactly? Well, you'll have to figure that out depending on your location and which tier of the overly complicated subscription service you have. It'll be out on PlayStation 4 and 5 as well as PC on the 19th. It's the week for cute animal games it seems, because also out on the 19th is Endling. Extinction is forever. The 3D side scroller, where you play as the last surviving fox mother tasked with protecting her three kits against the elements, other animals, and humans in a post climate change world. It's beautifully animated and gives me less creepy limbo vibes, wearing a strong environmental awareness message on its sleeve. It's out on PC, Switch, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 this Tuesday. As Dusk Falls is an interactive crime drama that explores the lives of two families spanning 30 years. You play as different family members as the story progresses, choosing dialogue options and making decisions that will determine where the story takes you. It's beautifully animated, utilizing a blend of 2D animated digital paintings based on real-life actors, which are then placed in the 3D world. If you're a fan of the Telltale style of gameplay and want to relax with a purely narrative-driven game, definitely check this out when it comes to Game Pass this Tuesday. If you've got 15 minutes, we'll catch you up on the gaming news each Sunday on Walkthrough. This has been Walkthrough by SIFTA. My name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. SIFTA is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, Fiona Bartholomeus, Kyle Paletto, Daniel Ang and Adam Christou. Michlo is senior producer and Gianna DiGiovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the Walkthrough theme tune. And thanks to Omni Studios for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. If you want to support some independent video game journalism, why not head to the Sifter store and pick up an excellent video game-inspired shirt designed and made in Australia. That address is sifter.store or go to sifter.com.au and click Merch up the top and it really helps us to get to events and cover more titles. Thanks again for listening. Requiescat pace. We'll be back with more news next Sunday.